Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can feel happier and more connected to their families. The topic of today's podcast is what to do when you are angry. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is a daily gratitude worksheet that you can use to cultivate more gratitude in your life. I will put the link for you to download it in the show notes. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about what to do when you are angry. So last week, we talked about your husband's anger. This week, I apparently want to talk to you about our anger, your anger, my anger. Just so happens that I had the opportunity to get angry this last weekend. How fortunate for all of us that I could have that experience so I can come and share it with you. <laughs> my intention for sharing this is to teach you how to handle anger better. So Saturday evening, my husband did something that made me feel angry. And I'm not going to share what it was to be kind to him because it doesn't really matter anyway, but that's what happened. And so come Sunday morning, Mother's Day morning, I might add, it seems he thinks this thing was kind of funny. And that made me feel more upset than I already was, but it doesn't stop there. It turns out that there were no plans for Mother's Day. So at 9.30 or so that morning, he made us a nice breakfast, which I certainly appreciated. But something was missing. The kids, they were still in bed. You guys know I have teenagers, right? So the next thing you know, it's 10 a.m. That's the time that mass starts at our church. And if we were not in quarantine, we would have been at the church at 10 a.m. But since we were in quarantine, we would watch it live from home. So 10 a.m. rolls around and there are no children in sight. And so I watched Mother's Day mass alone. And that made me sad. After mass was over, I went upstairs to shower and get ready for the day. And I was feeling sad and mad, like sorry for myself, but also knowing that I didn't take the initiative to plan this day in advance or tell the kids before they went to bed what I wanted to do. Also, I might add, nobody asked me in advance what I wanted to do. So having said all of that, I knew in this moment that I didn't want my emotions to ruin the day. So when I get upset, kind of one of two things happens. Like one thing might be like if, like if you push my buttons enough, like I might like come out like with harsh words or like, you know, the anger like might come out like in my tone. Um, that's one thing. And the other thing what happens a lot is I just go in my own head and it looks like the silent treatment and I'm not trying to be mean, but it looks that way to the person who's experienced it. And it's just that I go inside my own head and I'm trying to work it out and it doesn't really work that well, you guys, but um, yeah, so that'd be something for me to continue to work on. But I knew that I didn't want to ruin this day with either of those things. And so I decided to take responsibility for my feelings and the situation and to decide what it was that I might like to do with my mother's day. So I decided the first thing I was going to do is just take a luxurious amount of time to shower and get ready. And I wanted that time to be peaceful and healing. And so I said a lot of prayers and even a rosary during that time. I was trying to put my mind and my heart in the right place so that I could be the best version of myself when I walked out of that bathroom. 
Suddenly, my husband is knocking on the bathroom door, telling me the kids are waiting for me downstairs. What is taking me so long? It's shortly before noon at this point. And so it really wasn't that long. <laughs> I tried to gently say to him, okay, I'll be down soon, but he wouldn't let it be. He pushed my buttons with his tone of voice, insinuating that I was keeping my children waiting. Those same children who didn't get up until almost noon on Mother's Day. I told him that I just needed some time alone and I was really hoping that he would honor that and go away before I lost it. I was trying to manage my emotions. And then he asked me the dreaded question, what is wrong with you? And it wasn't like the caring what is wrong with you. It was more like, what is your problem? Like there shouldn't be anything wrong. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to lose my cool. So I breathe, take a big deep breath. That's the one thing I always tell you to do. And I give him kind of a half smile and I just said, I need some time alone. I'll be down soon. And then I kept praying and asking God, please give me the grace to handle my emotions without ruining the day. And that, my friends, is where the magic happens. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. So I was feeling sad and mad and sorry for myself because I was not having the Mother's Day that I wanted to have. I did not feel loved because my people weren't doing it the way I thought they should. But I know that if I lose it and let my emotions go unchecked and act like a jerk, it is only going to make the day worse. So how do I honor myself and my emotions and my disappointment without hurting other people or making the day worse? What I did on that day was a lot of prayer and breathing and mind work, just trying to remind myself that I want to have a good day. So I did take my time on coming downstairs. He did, you know, I, I just took my time, what I needed to do. And then when I came downstairs, I suggested a game of dominoes because the weather was absolutely horrible. And this, this turned out to be a brilliant suggestion because it was a good distraction. It was like an activity for us to do that would just allow conversation to be easy and not forced or uncomfortable. And it allowed me to handle my emotions um, really well. It was just, it was a nice, gentle um, thing and it was good and we had fun. Um, it might've been a little subdued emotion-wise, but it was good, it was fine. And so then after that, I just went and took a nap. And after that, I did some journaling, like to try to get my frustrations out. So it's really important that we do take the time to do that. I was still feeling sad and disappointed, of course. And so luckily the next day I had a coaching appointment and this has to have been one, one of many, but one of the most helpful coaching appointments I've ever had. Because when, where I was that day is I told my coach that I didn't want to be mad about this anymore, that I just wanted to move on. And she said, what if it's okay to be mad about this? And I was like, oh, that's a concept. I guess I thought being mad was bad because it causes me to act out in ways that are not loving. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. So in our session, she taught me how to do that, like how it's okay to be mad without and not take it out on your people. This was such an amazing gift. And I learned that I was certainly on the right path with prayer and managing my mind. Those are very helpful things. But what I was missing was the emotional component. And that's what she helped me with. And so she said, what if you could allow your emotions of anger without anyone knowing? 
What if you could go through your entire day, like cooking and cleaning and interacting your family or whatever you're doing, and nobody knew you were mad? And I said, sign me up. I'm in. How do you do that? <laughs> and so that's what she taught me. She said, the way to do that is by processing the emotion. And she led me through a process of feeling the emotion of anger in my body and describing it and allowing it. And that might sound scary, but it was actually very peaceful. After doing this with her, I felt some of the anger literally leave my body. And I was like hooked. It was like, felt so good. And it brought me to tears of joy because I felt like it was a way for me to honor myself and honor my emotions without hurting those around me. So after our session, she said to just kind of check in with that anger and that emotion in my body throughout the day, like just to like lovingly like check in and just notice it and feel it and, and just let it be. And this felt so loving to me. And it, I, it felt like freedom from knowing I can be angry and deal with it without taking it out on other people. And so she said, after you process the emotion, then that you can then move on from it, then you can ask yourself, okay, like now that I've honored the emotion and I process the emotion, how do I want to feel about the situation? How do I want to show up for my family? And this was what I was doing a lot of before, like the, on the day of, right? I kept telling myself, like, I want to show up you know, grace filled. I don't want to take it out of my family. I want to be peaceful. I want to be loving. I want to be caring. I want to be understanding. And you guys that know me, you know, like having a good relationship with my family is more important to me than anything else in the world. And so I don't want to let my emotions go unchecked and bring chaos into my home. I mean, sometimes we all just react and, and we don't do a good job of, of handling it. But for the most part, that's how I want to, I want to handle it. Like most of the time I want to handle it. And so my coach reiterated the importance of doing this work. When she said to me, you can't love them until you love yourself. And what I needed to do to love myself was more than just the mental work. It was also the emotional work. This was like a, a really huge lesson for me of another way to love myself that I don't really normally do, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm all in my head. I'm such a mental thing. <laughs> so I think that this is something you guys, that takes an attention and it takes work. And it, if it gives me the result of having a peaceful home and connected relationships with my family, then I'm willing to do the work. And I'm so grateful for all of the mentors that I have had in my life who have helped me grow into the woman that I want to be. And that's what I want for all of us to think about is who is the woman that you want to be? Who is the woman that you want to be when people hurt your feelings, right? Who is that woman? And taking time to think about that will allow you to figure out how to be that because that's, that's part of why we're here on earth, right? It's to walk through this process, becoming our best version of ourselves. And it's definitely easier said than done. And I would love to be there for you as you walk through your life and grow into the woman that you want to be. So please reach out to me for 
for a complimentary session. If you would like to work on what that looks like with your specific circumstances in your life. All right, my friends, that one was, um, it's new, but I think hopefully helpful. And I um, appreciate you listening in. And of always, let me know if you have any specific questions. And for sure, don't forget to download your free gratitude sheet and join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week.